Hey, welcome to my podcast. My name is Dr. Brendan McCarthy. I am the Chief Medical Officer of Protea Medical Center in Chandler, Arizona. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, today's episode is, that's uh, different from what I've done before. And, and it's important. I've had multiple women reach out and message asking questions, asking specifically for me to make an episode uh, or just a quick little something to help husbands understand what they're going through. Let, let me just read one little brief thing here. One of the comments were, uh, explain what happens in extra simple terms <laughs> to a woman after menopause, the fatigue, body aches, depression, zero libido, mind fog, anxiety, sleeplessness, weight gain, no matter my diet and exercise, extreme dryness everywhere, apathy, feeling dead inside, unmotivated and isolated. She wrote, after 32 years of marriage, um, that she's at her wit's end. And then she wrote, um, when her husband gives her that, I'm not feeling like a priority and um, you just don't seem to put any effort in that conversation that um, she wants to scream. This brings up so much and uh, so much of I see in my practice in my clinic. I need to do more on this because I know that when we treat women, there's a change in brain chemistry for the better and a change in mood and a change of so many aspects of, of, of how they see the world by adjusting hormones, you're changing, you're changing so much of their brain chemistry and, you know, those neurosteroids that these hormones turn into in the brain affect confidence, assertiveness, aggressiveness, risk-taking. It affects, you know, so many aspects of your drive and how you experience the world. It does have a direct impact on your partner. It does. You know, um, giving a woman testosterone really does cause changes and progesterone and normalizing estrogen. When you go through menopause, there's such a radical drop-off in hormones that it does change you and you go through a lot. And I know that, and I've learned that by being in this room. I wasn't always this way. I always wanted to be this way. I wasn't always this way. Being in a room, sitting with a woman day after day, over and over again, different women sharing their stories and coming to for help changed me as a man. And I'm thankful for that. But by no means is my view of this normal for men. And um, it should be. And I, I owe it to you to, to do this more and do my best to help. So this is for your husbands. Okay. This is for, this is for the guys out there. <laughs> remember, remember, uh, the office in that, that episode where, uh, he, he turned into prison, Mike. Who can tell you what it is really like. I'm prison Mike. You know why they call me prison Mike? <laughs> this is for the guys, you know? It's funny because when you look up 
um, how men handle menopause. And yeah, I started to do a little literature review, see what's out there, see if there's any good stuff to refer to. Um, there's these like, you know, Medscape and all these other services that people use. They're like, hey, guys, hey, buddy. And it's like such a, it's almost like prison mic and trying to, trying to talk the streets and trying to talk to the guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. When your wife is upset, what you going to do? It's like, all right, hey, 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 hey. That's just the way we talk in the clink. Been a lot of fun talk about prison today, but I am here to scare you straight. It's like that prison mic. I was just sorry. When I read those, I kind of laughed because it's such a, not a real, um, the stuff that's out there is not helpful. It's, it's sort of like prison mic giving advice on the office. It's just laughable. It's, it is, it is, it's awful. And so, um, abandonment is real. Okay, guys, I need you to know this. Abandonment happens. So when your wife is upset and worried about this and you for the women, when you're worried about this, this is true. Abandonment is real. This happens. 60% of divorces are initiated during menopause. That's a valid statistic. Six, zero percent. In 2009, a study that was published in the journal Cancer found that women diagnosed with uh, a serious illness, not just cancer, were six times more likely to be divorced than men who are seriously ill. Six times more likely. The symptoms of menopause that I listed earlier that that woman was going through, it's hard for us as men to understand this because we never experienced this. But it happens to them. And they go through shifts in brain chemistry. And they go through shifts in their body that is terrifying. Within a short period of time, their bodies shift in profound ways. They're more easy to anxiety, more easy to irritability. And it has nothing to do with causes outside. It's a chemistry thing inside thinking that somehow or another they can just snap out of it is not, there's no place for that thought because that's not a real thing. They can't just snap out of it. You can't just snap out of menopausal symptoms. Sweating, waking up in the middle of the night, feeling hot like you're on fire out of nowhere. So they're not getting adequate sleep anymore just from waking up for that, but also their brain chemistry. They're not making monoamines like they're supposed to, so their melatonin is going to be low. They're not sleeping. It's not because they're choosing not to sleep. They're not choosing to have a problem. They're not choosing to experience this. This is biologically what's happening. And they don't have as much serotonin and melatonin. They're not sleeping. Their mood is going to be off. Their GABA receptors are going to be treated correctly. They're going to have more anxiety. Things that normally shouldn't rattle them, rattle them. And all these things are happening to them and they don't know why or how or what to expect. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. You will never know what it's like for them to go through that. You just won't. It's sort of like them going giving labor. We don't know. We don't know. There's going to be mood changes. There's memory changes. um, Body weight gain. The body weight gain for them is just feeling like out of control of their own bodies. And it has nothing to do with what they eat. And you think it would be, right? You think that way. But that's not what's happening. 
their hormones shifting around like this. This is what causes it, these radical shifts in their hormones. You don't trust me? You don't believe me? Run the lab work. If their hemoglobin A1C is going up, well, maybe, okay, maybe they need it, we need to do, maybe that's it. But even so, hold on, stop. Why am I even talking like that? Why did I even say that? Why are we even, hmm, take the weight, take the weight loss part out. I can't talk like that because then it's going to become body image and the guy expecting to look a certain way. Or maybe you don't keep this in. Because you'll have, I do, you'll have a husband saying, she's gaining all this weight. You get the guys, these women will come in. I've had women come in with their husbands and their husbands will say things like, she's gaining all this weight. And he'll say this in front of me. And he's like, fix her. I'll say, fix her. I wrote about that in my book at one point. Well, early on. And it's so, such a conditional love. Such a conditional. You, we, when we couple with someone, we marry someone, it's, it's a commitment. For better or for worse. And our expectations don't belong in there. When someone's sick or someone who's going through a body transformation or an endocrine upheaval, they don't need our expectations. That's when our expectations need to be completely set aside. And that's when we commit to being there for them in sickness and in health. That's who we are. That's who we're supposed to be. In these women, their estrogen should be normally maybe like 100, 250 sometimes in their cycle, you know, when they're younger, moving around. These women in that decade around menopause will go from 20 estrogen to 900. And that's crazy. And the impact it has on their brains and their bodies is true. And it is uncomfortable. And um, I've seen it up close over and over and over again. Some of the things that I see clinically in practice over the years are important to bring up. Um, over time, you know, resentment kind of comes into relationships and re resentment builds up in relationships. And um, a lot of them are based on things that we've been missing all along as husbands. You know, um, when I first was married to my wife, you know, I, and I tell this story here and there, but when I first got married to my wife, now I was slightly feral. You know, I was just a kid. I was a guy. Not with a kid. I was a man. But I was slightly feral. I didn't really do my dishes. Let's just be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to spill out. I didn't do my dishes very often. I would wash dishes when I needed a new dish. <laughs> I was the king of soaking things. There was like a little swamp of soapy water in my kitchen. And it would drive her crazy. And, you know, she's right. We moved in together. She's like, hey, you do your dishes? Oh, yeah, sorry. Because she's right. I got to do my dishes. I'm not a jerk. That's valid. So I would go do my dishes and I would do it for a little while, but all of a sudden I would just kind of taper off and forget and go back into my own world. And she'd come back to me, hey, Brendan, yeah, you can do your dishes. All right, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I got to go do my dishes. After a while though, for me forgetting it, she would get more and more frustrated and say, you know what, screw it. I will do the damn dishes. And she would do them. And then over time, the dishes weren't there anymore. 
and no one's saying anything to me. I just went on my merry way. Every time I didn't do my dishes and left a dish in that sink, I was crossing a boundary with her that I was not respecting her as my wife. Those expectations over time keep building up in marriages. And a lot of times we find in those years around menopause that those frustrations, those, those, those times build up and that resentment builds up. And then when these hormones go off, a lot of times what was holding you back from expressing that resentment, that's a valid resentment on their part. They don't have that same thing. They just will express it more easily. And just because they're yelling and they're angry and they're throwing it at you and the way they're doing it is hurtful and difficult doesn't invalidate why they're feeling that. I should have done my dishes all those years. I should have been better about making the bed and helping with laundry and cleaning. It's valid. I can't get mad at her because the way she's bringing it up to me, because the way she's bringing it up to me in those moments of menopause are mostly indicated, or excuse me, they're mostly spicy because of the hormone she's going through and the, 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 the biological change that's happening in there. Some people will say the reason why there's a high divorce rate around menopause or around when women have illness is because we are socialized as men not to care for women and not to be care providers. And um, sometimes we are socialized that way by our parents. Sometimes our families and our wives continue that socialization that we're not the caregivers, our, our, our wives are. So she's has the role of being caregiver for the children, caregiver for everyone. And, and the wife feels like they have to be caregiver for everyone. And we basically just don't do it. So if we don't do it, we don't need to do it. Like, I don't have to do dishes, so, you know, someone else is doing it. And then when the time comes, I need to do dishes. Like, I don't want to do dishes, you know? So, so some people say that male socialization is a part of it. And I would say that that does play a role. And that does need to change. And we do need to kind of think about the fact that as men, we should be better at care providing and, and being there and being caring for the people around us. So that way when crises like this happen, we're more prepared, more capable, we're more present. The thing I would say that has helped me as a husband, well, first you can't sit in a room with women for 20 years and, and you know, not everyone has that job where they can do that and that helps change them. Um, so what, what do you do other than that? You know, what, what helps? And I would say, first of it, selflessness is important to start, start thinking things a little bit more selfless and not thinking about in terms of what your needs are in these moments and realize our needs need to be set aside completely in these moments for our partner. That's the first thing. That's what we do as men. That's what we're supposed to do as men. That's a masculine trait. And then, um, second, is a human trait and it's being curious. I love that term, being curious. Instead of being angry, triggered, hurt, upset, it's better to be in that room and be curious, like what's happening? How are you? Why is this happening? Be curious. Don't be ready to judge and be angry or say my needs are not being met. You know, I don't like this. I don't like the way you're treating me. It's valid to be upset with the way you're being treated sometimes in these arguments. Valid, valid. I'm not invalidating it. I am saying she may not be in complete control of these emotions some of these times. And it's important to approach it with that curiosity 
Like, why is this happening? How can I be of help? What can I do better? How can I be accountable to you for the things that you need as your partner? Third is to provide care and comfort. And that's very masculine. Men provide care and comfort. That's what we do. You think, well, that's more of a feminine thing. But men, I mean, throughout time, what do we do? We provide care. That's, that's we care about the people around us. And we provide comfort. We make the shelter. We make the home. You know, that's an old male thing. So that's pretty masculine, you know? I'm not trying to feminize you guys out there. I'm just trying to, you know, man up here. You know, therapy is beautiful. I believe in therapy. That's good. There's not a lot of good therapy out there, but it's good to do your best and find good therapy. Just because the therapist didn't do a good job doesn't mean therapy is bad. You know, there's books out there. One good book is a book called Love Sense uh, that I read years ago. And it goes into the ideas of secure attachment and relationships. And it's a pretty good audiobook. She has a great accent. I liked it. Her name is Dr. Sue Johnson. I'd recommend that um, for relationships. You know, Brene Brown workshops, that's pretty awesome. That was helpful for me. Um, you know, change, change is not just possible, but it is essential and it is inevitable. We are changing as a people. We've been continuously changing over time. We'll keep changing and we'll find a better balance with one another. I believe that. I know that. It's just, you want to be a part of the change. You don't want to be in front of it. You don't want to be run over by it. You want to be a participant in it. Being there for your wife during these times is, it's for your health too. You know, um, when we are alone, men, and we are single, we're not as healthy. Women, after a, a divorce or after a, um, you know, we lose our wives um, through illness sometimes or whatever it is. We don't live as long as our wives do. We don't survive as long when we're alone. We just don't. We need this. We need these relationships. This is the most important relationship we have. And they need us in these moments. I have no idea if that's helpful. I just don't. I want to be. I want to be. I hope that wasn't um, useless. Please feel free to comment. Like, if you like this. <laughs> like, subscribe, and share. Um, your comments mean a lot to me. And I encourage you to give me more comments on this subject. I need help writing this. I need help communicating this. I need help to be helpful, right? So please feel free to comment below. Um, and this is Instagram, you know, comment on Instagram. That's where I see most of them, but YouTube, I will see them there too. Uh, and I will work hard at this type of material. I may have to release this a few more times to get it right. Um, I promise you I will. So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and uh, I'll catch you at the next one. <laughs>